Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast, by the way, is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot of great headlines to get to today. Can't wait to get into those. Do want to give you a heads up. I, I am featured in an article on VoyageDenver.com. Pretty cool. They reached out to me and they asked me, you know, all about what I do here on the podcast. So there's an article written, but there's one thing that bugs the shit out of me. First of all, go read it. Go to VoyageDenver.com, right? But here's the problem. There's a spelling error and it drives me nuts. Now, I told my wife about this, and she's like, nobody's going to notice, or even if they do, they're not going to care. I'm like, no, because it's, it, it's on my quote <laughs> that, that either I wrote the wrong word or they changed it and just had a brain fart. One of us had a brain fart. I'll blame them. They're not here. They're, they're not able to defend themselves. So I'll, I'll point the finger at them. Most likely it was my fault. You know how you get those, you're, you're typing fast, you're not even thinking, or maybe because I did this on my phone, maybe my phone auto-corrected, I don't know. But I was trying to write, I now work from home. But instead it says, I know work from home. <laughs> like, I know work from home. But it's, it's no K-N-O-W. So that bugs the shit out of me. But that being said, go check out the interview. I'll end up posting the link on my socials. Uh, it, it's really cool. I like doing that. This is the second time a magazine has reached out to me to do a quick interview on the podcast and what I'm doing and in the road to where I'm at now and where I'm headed. So it's really neat. Again, go to voyagedenver.com. And I'm under the rising stars section because why not? <laughs> I don't know, but I think it's cool. I like doing it. But another thing that annoys me, <laughs> they're doing a nice thing if I do an article on me and I'm sitting there ripping it apart. It, the, the pictures, they shove all the pictures at the very bottom after the article. I'm like, eh, this is me. This is me being over critical of people and being a guy that used to do stuff for the radio station and organizing the website, you know, pages and stuff like that. Anyway, they shove them all at the bottom. I'm like thinking to myself, why don't you put them in the middle of the article, you know, <laughs> Give some flavor, get a little spice for the the article. Anyway, go check it out. Again, I'll post the the link, the direct link on my social channels. But it's just kind of neat, and I'm a dick apparently because uh, they did a nice thing by reaching out to me. So it's fun. It, it, there's some good stuff in there for you, it, especially if you're starting up a podcast. I just I had a, a, a dinner date with some people the other night. A guy named Kevin and his uh, wonderful wife Cindy. And we had a great night <laughs> drinking and eating and talking podcasts. So if you ever want to uh, chew my ear off, if you have questions about doing a podcast, let me know, you know, whether it's a quick email to huff at gmail.com, or maybe you want to really go dive deep. I charge a hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> I should start doing that. I've had a lot of people ask me about it. 
listen, the Huff Uncensored isn't popular because of me. It's popular because of you guys. So I appreciate that. But anyway, yeah, if you ever want to know more about how to do a podcast, let me know. And uh, we can uh, join up in some fashion and I can help you steer in the right direction or veer in a completely other direction and realize, hey, maybe it's not right for you because <laughs> there's a lot of people that way. And I mentioned that in, in that article. So check that out. By the way, I got to mention my favorite hoodie. I have two favorite hoodies. One is just a classic Colorado hoodie that I love wearing. In fact, I... I get recognized so much when I go out in public with that hoodie because apparently most of the videos I've ever done have been wearing that hoodie because I wear it too much. But now I have this newer one that I got like a year ago. It's the Kumite hoodie. And if you don't know what Kumite is, it's uh, part of the movie Bloodsport, Jean-Claude Van Damme, where he stars as Frank Dukes. And it's an underground fighting movie based loosely on my life because, you know, back in the day before I got into radio, that's what I did. That's how I met my wife, underground pit fighting. I was, uh, you know, I got some dust flown into my eye by this guy, Chun Li, and he told me that he was going to break me like he broke his friend. Next thing you know, I'm blind because he's sprays that stuff in my eye. I end up fighting him blind, which is crazy because I went back, I reverted back to my training from back in the day. Anyway, I ended up like busting his ass and just totally won the whole, you know, championship. And then my wife was just like, oh my God, you're amazing. You are so strong and so tough. I have to be with you. And that's how we met. That's how I met kids. That's how I met your mother. That's all all not true. <laughs> That's all not true. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty tough. <laughs> I'll tell that story to my kids. Do you guys really want to know how I met your mom? Well, I was an underground uh, pit fighter, okay? Everybody was gunning for me. Why? Because I was the best. I still am the best. I had to retire because I beat too many people up. Yeah, it's, it's the cross I bear, guys. It's the cross I bear. Anyway. <laughs> I'm stupid. Now, if you're not listening closely to that and you're kind of, you know, kind of listening, you're going to go around telling somebody today, did you know DeHuff was an underground pit fighter? Oh, my God. They based Bloodsport on DeHuff. They say it's Frank Dukes, but no, it's DeHuff. And this guy looked at him. And he's like, now I break you like I broke your friend. And then Duff was just like, nah, not today. And then Duff like punched him in the nuts and all this stuff. And then it's drama. And that's how he met his wife. Cause she was so infatuated with how, how skilled he was as a fighter and just amazing person. Like a, a beam of light came down from the hip. I don't know what the hell I'm saying now. I'm sorry. I just went on this rant about how I'm a, a, a martial artist and I'm not, <laughs> not anyway, you're welcome. I'm an idiot. Anyway, you know what's good? Let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> All right. Uh, what might be a dumb idea, 
but it might be genius, is Jim Ursay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, hired Jeff Saturday as their interim head coach. Now, why is that a big deal? Well, they just fired their head coach. Usually what happens is you promote from within for the interim head coach, usually like the offensive uh, coordinator, defensive coordinator, somebody gets a bump up for the interim and they ride out the rest of the year with that person. Well, instead, Jim Ursay goes way outside the box and says, let's get ESPN analyst and former offensive lineman for the Indianapolis Colts, three years of head coaching as a high school, (laughs) in the high school level. Let's go with Jeff Saturday. Totally blindsiding people. I mean, literally, Jeff Saturday was saying that he was he was shocked to get the call. Now, here's the thing, though. I will say this. Jeff Saturday, a brilliant mind. And what this might end up doing is opening the door way wide open for the conversation of making Peyton Manning the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. And I'll tell you why. Because if he's successful and he's going in there with very little head coaching experience, but he goes in there and if they're successful in the if in the remaining games, they're not necessarily they don't have to be like blowing people out or just like jaw droppingly good. They could just be pretty good. And guess what? And that makes the case and opens the door for people that go, hey, maybe you don't need this huge resume of coaching experience. Maybe we should start opening the door to former players. And let's be honest, the most intelligent people on a football team are the quarterback and the offensive line. Sorry, defensive ends. You just don't make the cut. Alfred, I'm talking to you. I'm just kidding. Alfred, oh, 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 shit, Alfred. Don't hear that. If Alfred, if somebody sends this clip to Alfred Williams, I'm going to punch you in the face after Alfred punches me in the face. Boy, that would scare the shit out of me. Alfred, I love you. I Do I think you're coaching material? <laughs> I don't. Let's just keep that between us girls, okay? Anyway, man, I am veering off the road. I am like a reckless driver today. Anyway, but going back to it, I think what this could do, if he finds mild success, this is going to open up the door for former players to become head coaches, assuming that Jeff Saturday has, you know, success. And let's be honest, everybody here in Broncos country is just sitting there going, we're tired of Nathaniel Hackett. So if Jeff Saturday does well or well enough, now the conversation is fully legitimate because prior to that, I don't feel like it was a legitimate conversation, but it would now make it a legitimate conversation to go, hey, why don't we get Peyton Manning as the head coach? Why wouldn't we? Because he's a brilliant mind and Jeff Saturday's a brilliant guy as well. Man, and by the way, I not to spread gossip, but Jeff Saturday and Mark Schlereth are best buds. If Jeff Saturday gets this gig and holds on to this gig, don't be surprised if he tries to pull guys he knows. 
i.e. Mark Schlereth. If the money was right, and the the thing that I've always heard from from Stink is it's it's a lot, a lot of work. It's like 70, 80 hours a week, if not more, plus the travel. Stink already travels, but you're adding the the constant grind of the season and there's it's a lot more work for less pay uh whereas like if you're an analyst and all this other stuff you can you can end up making more money like that so but that being said it could get interesting around the league if this works out so i i'm very curious about it it here's the thing bronco fans broncos country pay attention to jeff saturday and the indianapolis colts because his success could affect the Denver Broncos because he does well. Then next thing you know, Peyton Manning is a legitimate contender for the Denver Broncos head coaching gig. It, it's crazy. It just opens the door for that. So I'm excited for that to see what he does. And it could just open up a whole new can of worms of how the NFL runs. Boy, that's going to piss off a lot of old school coaches, people that have been grinding as a coach for years. And then next thing you know, you got this this guy who only has three years of coaching in the high school level, and he comes in and does well. That's going to piss off a lot of people. It is. So keep a close eye on that. Death by virtual reality. The Oculus co-founder, Palmer Lucky, wrote on his personal blog, basically he has a VR game and a VR headset that combined that if you die in the game that you are playing, that it will kill you in real life. First of all, he has this as an art piece as of right now, but it has been created and he has yet to test it. Who the fuck wants to test that? Who wants to test the fucking game that could kill you if you die? Uh, Nobody, nobody wants to, but it exists. And that's what's scary. Now, obviously he... I think really the way you can look at this is, wow, it's brilliant. But two, it's scary because what does that tell you? The technology exists for that type of shit. And we always talk about what are games going to be like, you know, 10, 20 years from now. Because you look, go back 10 years, you go back 20 years. What Look how games have evolved. So... This is part of the evolution of games is we, we talk about the metaverse with Zuckerberg and how he wants to create things in, so people could essentially live in the metaverse and finding ways to establish nutrients so you could be in the metaverse and never actually leave. So if you have injections of, you know, nutrients going into your body and you're sitting on a fucking toilet or whatever, you can live 24 seven in the metaverse and never have to leave. Well, and this, this is just another stage of that where you could actually die in the metaverse or in this virtual reality, wherever it's based. It's, it's creepy to think about, but it is in a sense exciting because it's, it's a stage. It's, it's a step towards, even more reality in the virtual world. It's, I don't agree with what he's done, what he's built. I I can't imagine anybody being dumb enough to put that headset on, but it is mind blowing. (laughs) 
that that somebody would has that capability. It, it's bizarre. It's interesting, but it's really scary. It's really scary because it, it just you know what's next? What's next? I you know could you have virtual babies? I don't, I don't even want to think about what virtual sex is like. That's <laughs> just like we got. You have to pay somebody to come clean you up if you're stuck in them. I don't even, oh, never mind. Ew, gross. Real quick, random joke that I heard today. What do you do if King Kong comes through your window? Start swimming. (laughs) Uh, Think about it. You're welcome. All right, we got more we got more headlines coming your way. But first, it's time to lend a hand, donate some toys, some new toys to those who need them. Icelandic and Veritas Fine Cannabis are helping Kenzie's Causes. Kenzie's Causes is a nonprofit organization that supports underprivileged children and their families throughout the state of Colorado, and they provide them with the tools and resources needed to truly thrive and live an overall more well-rounded life. They're going to be accepting donations at the Icelandic Golden Headquarters. That's at 1300 Washington Avenue in Golden. They're doing that until December 1st of this year, 2022. So drop off some new toys and help some kids out. It's one of those things. My my daughter's already thinking about some stuff that we could drop off. So if I'm dropping stuff off, maybe I'll see you there. Again, 1300 Washington Avenue in Golden. Again, they're doing it until December 1st of this year, 2022. Drop off some new toys and bring a smile to a kid's face. Listen, as somebody that received donations at a few years after my dad died, I was like five and six years old when we get, were starting to get, when we got some donations. And it was one of those things where you, you just don't, you don't realize it as the donator sometimes, like what kind of impact your donations can can make. But it truly, it was one of those things. It was like a horrific time in my family's life. And people came through and donated. And that's something that you can do. You're changing people's lives. You're putting a positive vibe out there, and that's a cool thing. So, again, go check them out, 1300 Washington Avenue in Golden. They're doing it until December 1st, and bring a new toy with you so you can donate it. So let me know if you go out there and donate, and we'll keep we'll keep grinding this out. Let's see if we can make a put a bunch of smiles out there. Hey, more headlines coming your way, but first, root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with the Superbook with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. So whatever, however the two points are scored, root for chaos and win money with Superbook this fall. So go download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. This is Shelly Majors, GM of the Blake Street Tavern. Call me at 303-675-0505 to book your holiday party. We'll customize your menu, wait on you, and give you gifts of frankincense and myrrh, which reminds me, what the hell is frankincense and myrrh? It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. I'm going to start this conversation off by saying this. I'm not saying he's lying, but what I'm saying is there's a good chance he's lying. 
Okay, what am I talking about? Dustin Procida was home in California with his two dogs when he heard something crash into it, and all of a sudden, it's on fire, eventually destroying the entire house. This is what he said. I heard a big bang. I started to smell smoke, and I went onto my porch. It was completely engulfed in flames. They said it was a meteor. I always watched meteor showers as a kid, but I definitely didn't look forward to them landing in my yard or through my roof. I didn't see what it was, but from everybody I talked to, it was a flaming ball falling from the sky, and it landed in the general area. The house is completely gone thanks to the damage caused by the the alleged meteor strike. While one of Dustin and his wife's family dogs, Tug, also died as the poor pooch got trapped inside the wreckage and didn't make it out. Here's the thing. It's still an ongoing investigation. They haven't discovered uh, the alleged meteorite. If they find it, that's that's fantastic. But I would... Part of me is just like, this doesn't happen very often. It could it could be. It is possible. Is it likely? No, it's not likely. Based on st- statistics, it's not likely that this that's the case. But again, it could happen. It's, also, it's more likely that they were in some sort of financial distress and somehow, some way, they set the house on fire. Time will tell. We'll figure it out. I'm not calling him a liar, but I'm saying it's a good chance he is. Okay? That's all I'm saying. I always lean on the side of negativity, (laughs) and then then if positivity comes out of it, it's great. (laughs) But I'm set. I am ready for the negative. Oh, yeah. Right? It does seem a little bit far-fetched that it was a meteorite. But, dude, it's possible. There's constantly shit falling to the you know into the atmosphere but most of the time it burns up before it hits the ground or if it does it's just so small and the majority of the planet earth is is water so a lot of times if they do get through it's just landing somewhere in the ocean so we'll see stay tuned for that uh, i'll be curious to find to to find out if they end up finding something because it would be Pretty fucking scary if that is indeed what actually happened. Who knows? But right now, I don't believe him. I don't believe him for one goddamn second. (laughs) Hey, diving into the mailbag, Cody Rourke asked me. By the way, Cody Rourke is a part of Mile High Sports. He also covers the Denver Broncos and does an amazing job. If you want to follow him on Twitter, he's at Cody Rourke NFL. But he asked me this, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Now, obviously, I didn't want to read that fast because I'm a moron (laughs) and I'm going to get stumbled up on my words. Me know no words do well. Okay. Anyway, well, it's an interesting question. Woodchucks, also known as groundhogs, don't actually chuck wood. They don't. Now, what they do is when they're building their tunnels, they, they, I guess you could say they chuck dirt as they're pushing the dirt around. And it is possible that the debris that is wood that is in their way, that they could chuck that out of the wood, out of the way. 
So it is possible for them to chuck wood. Now, what is that amount going to equate to? Well, that's an interesting question because it just really depends on the muscle uh, capacity of said woodchuck, also known as a groundhog. So their strength, it's going to depend on the the weight of and the amount of the the wood that's in in front of them and it's also going to be based on their stamina so like how how often are they the are they exercising are they a lazy woodchuck are they a a a a much more active and physical woodchuck you you can't really give an answer to this although it is fun to ponder okay (laughs) so a woodchuck can chuck wood but it's based on the their physical abilities their their upbringing what was their family life like did they have a strong male and female presence in their life who were their parents were their parents ones that encouraged them to to constantly go out there and dig and and to better themselves i don't know we don't know to say that there's a, an actual answer for this would be silly it is a wide open variety of potential answers out there. I wish I could give a better answer to that, Cody. I wish I could. <laughs> I told him, I was like, I'll fucking answer this. I don't know how, but I'm gonna. <laughs> how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could? Good woodchuck. Wood, what? Well, fuck, man. I like to chuck wood all the time, man. Shit. Look at my. I chuck wood with my balls. <laughs> That's so stupid. That doesn't even make sense. Why? <laughs> How's up? Hey, cowboy, how are you going to get rid of all this wood that's in our way? Don't worry. I got big balls. <laughs> Sorry. That's so dumb. Ow, I got a splitter. Fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm stupid. My wife's out of town. Uh, she just headed for the airport. I'm a bit silly. Here's here's what I'm going to tell you. This is like, it, I hate when my wife leaves town. One, like, you know, she's my best my best friend. Oh, my God. Fuck you. I'm, I'm crying. Look at me. I'm crying. Anyway, uh, I don't like talking to anybody else other than her, really, to be honest. <laughs> and you. And you. Sorry. Jeez. Woo. Awkward. But anyway, so she, uh, guys, mate, ladies, you too. If if your significant other leaves out of town for even a night and you guys normally share a bed, this is what always happens to me. I start off in my normal spot, my normal just like little area on the bed. We have a king size bed. Then I'll go, what am I doing? I got the whole bed to myself. And then I try to lay in the middle and it's just so uncomfortable that I eventually just roll back into my little divot (laughs) on my bed. That's what ends up happening. Like, I'm not comfortable really sleeping in the middle of my own bed. It's fucking bizarre. Bizarre. But that's just, that's my life. I I curl up like like I only have a sliver of bed. Does that happen to you? Am I the only one? Maybe I'm the only one. Jesus. (laughs) I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Anyway, by the way, the kids are excited because my wife's out of town. She's a picky eater. So what did I add to the grocery list? Onions. So we're eating onions tonight and tomorrow night. That's right. They're going to get their fix. They're excited about that. And then I got to take pictures. 
and send it to my wife and be like, look what we're eating. We're just, I'm just going to see if my daughter will take a bite out of a raw onion because I bet she would. Now, she might throw up afterwards, but she'll do it. She will do it because she's a team player in anything for content. <laughs> hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't done so already. And real quick, if you could, please, wherever you're listening to this, give it a review if you're able. And that helps with the algorithm to, to let everybody know about the podcast. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. Thank you guys so much. Hopefully you laughed today. Hopefully this podcast put a smile on your face. Whether it's for two seconds or the the entirety of the podcast. Whatever it is, I appreciate you guys all. So thank you for listening. Let's keep moving forward. Try to smile today. Try to be a good person. Don't be a dick. Anyway, I'll talk to you next time.